binoculars, what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hey, welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. And I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Merry Christmas. This episode comes out on December 25th. Christmas. Wow, you did it. It is our gift to you. From our family to yours. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. The end's almost here. The end of all ends. Yeah. That's the best kind of French toast. Not gonna the lie. end bits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You get like some nice, like a potato bread or something, or like a sourdough, and make yourself some French deal. Potato bread's all I eat. It's the best, I like one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. Potato bread, roast beef, horseradish, cheddar cheese. Just yeah. absolutely delicious. Sounds pretty good. It's I'm going to admit I've sandwich. never had... You've never had potato bread? So, no, I don't I don't think I'm allowed to know what that's like. What, I'll not? give you some. I'll th- <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I will only eat it. It's. It, I know it'll be a problem. <laughs> it'll be become your newest addiction yeah i have very specific vices that are that my drug addict friends get mad at but you know it's true they're 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 vice shaming me and i don't like it you get yourself the rare artisanal uh uh under underground black market <laughs> yeah guy opens a trench coat and he's like oh we got this is like a like a rare heirloom potato as long as the first one's free i'm in i've never had it <laughs> <laughs> this is like a guy feeding the ducks and he's like whatever I get first one's free dude. <laughs> yeah uh, if I'm dead at the pond you know why <laughs> find your bloated corpse just stuffed full of bread of all kinds yeah, just, we get, I try to pull a fast rye, one rye, pumpernickel, potato sourdough <laughs> yep that's what I imagine just a couple of detectives he's like we got another one chief just licks his finger it was pure sourdough you're the 13th victim and the serial killer known as the baker finally got his dozen <laughs> oh but it's okay because i tried to pull a fast one so i had it coming that was the one rightful death <laughs> you <laughs> deserved it you deserved it okay uh, uh, let's get to today's featured creature okay yeah the baker's killer uh <laughs> so today's featured creature the genteel or gentilac for plural Gentilac. That sounds like a town in Wisconsin. Uh, the word means Gentile from the Latin Gentilis. Okay. It was used to refer to pre-Christian civilizations and, in particular, to the builders of mega- megalithic monuments. Wow. Big stone. How megalithic. Uh, like about Diet Coke. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> now we're talking. Their habitat is Basque Country. Nice. Out in the Basque Yard. <laughs> the Basque Country is located in the Western Pyrenees, straddling the border between France and Spain on the coast of the Bay of Biscay. And it's so weird to like that you led with to the west because, like, I I know where Basque Country is, but it just like when you said that, like my the first thing I pictured is Spain, You're like <laughs> to the west, and I was like, oh, uh? yeah, the Western Pyrenees, <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, okay, like west from France, okay. Don't worry, it's all west from here, you know? I mean, honestly, you keep going, yeah. It's just a matter of loops. It's a big friggin' globe. The Gentile were believed to have lived alongside the Basque people. They were hairy and so tall that they could walk in the sea and throw rocks from one mountain to another. <laughs> I like these people. <laughs> yeah. There are some wild pictures. They're just really? like... 
hair-covered gremlins. <laughs> but giant. Yeah. <laughs> or at least with very long legs and arms. It's just like if Chewbacca's face was just crazy. <laughs> Imagine the crazy frog, but covered yeah. in hair. No. And like tall enough to just walk just across like, the ocean. <laughs> I'll, I'll post some pictures rocks. of them in uh, the Discord server. Uh, they can crazy. ascend to the form of, I forget the Basque name for it, but it translates to Lords of the Forest. They ascend to that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like a larval view. No, like if they get cool enough to be okay. get the title. Okay, so it's not like a literal transformation And it shows a male and a female one next to each other. And the female, it, it looks exactly the same except for... It's got a bow? No, it, it's <laughs> okay. tits are not covered in fur. <laughs> okay. It's real weird looking. Again, I'll post these pictures in the Discord. It's like an opposite human. Hair everywhere except the genitals. <laughs> just a bald spot this stone throwing has led to several tales and explanations for ancient stone buildings and large uh, large isolated rocks because <laughs> that is a fucking craggy hellscape yes that's not a hellscape it's well, a nice thing with rocks everywhere i guess that's true like they were thrown <laughs> as though thrown by a giant hairy man the tradition lives on in the basque power games of stone lifting and throwing some attributed to the Gentile the defeat of Roland in the Battle of Roncavax. Hold on, hold on. The Basque Power Games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is I mean, this this immediately sounds like some kind of anime. It's like the Highland like Games, but... shenanigans. It's just like a bunch of dudes getting all oiled up and lifting heavy rocks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're familiar with the Highland games. I don't know. I so, what, what, so what's just, weird about this one? It's not that it's weird. It's just that like it's <laughs> like the name is just funny to me. Um, Basque Power Games. Yeah, like it just yeah. sounds like it's it sounds it's a very '90s name for what is a very old timey <laughs> festival, no doubt. Well, like it's ahead of their time. Power Games is like a genre. Like it's not. Yeah, it's not called the Basque Power Games. I I'm mean, sure it has just, its own name. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm sure. just has to hear it as yeah. Basque Power Game, 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 game. It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We get oiled up and throw boulders from mountain to mountain. Yeah. Well, they beat Roll Dad <laughs> from ocean to ocean. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> That's his is, song in Aquaman is Ocean to Ocean. Is Pitbull one of these giant people? No, no, these are not fallen <laughs> angels. I mean, okay, because, I mean, you know, that's anytime there's, like, giants, it's always we'll, a possibility. We'll get to why these definitely are not fun. <laughs> okay. Well, they're over six feet tall. <laughs> but uh, before that, they defeated Roland in the Battle of Ronkovox, uh, where the Basques defeated the Frankish army by throwing rocks at them. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> like, get out of here, you frogs. But- <laughs> clank, clank. The giants were believed to have created the Neolithic monuments, such as dolmens, found around the Basque Country. They were also said to have invented metallurgy and the saw, and the first to grow wheat, teaching humans to farm. They're unwilling to move to the valleys from the mountains because they're they show an unwillingness to progress. I see. Well, there's just less rocks everywhere. Why would you do that? Man, just so many. <laughs> All these delicious rocks. Legend has it that they observed a glowing cloud in the sky one day. None of them could look straight at the bright cloud except for a very old, nearly blind man. When asked to examine it, he confirmed their fears 
and told them that it was a sign that Jesus would Jesus would be born soon. You guys, you're not gonna like this. <laughs> Some guy's gonna be born. He's gonna promote peace and love and not throwing rocks. He's gonna tell you not to cast the first stone. <laughs> I'm not gonna like this guy, honestly, but <sighs> I guess it's happening. According Merry to- Christmas. <laughs> According to some stories, the old man asked the giants to throw him off a cliff to avoid having to live through Christianization. (laughs) Wow. Having obliged him, the giants (laughs) tripped on their way down and died themselves, except... No! Alenzero. Only one lived. Other versions have the Gentilac simply leaving and disappearing into the earth under a dolmen. I'm sorry, Garrett. So they all tripped and fell off the mountain and died. After chucking an old man off the cliff. I mean, at this point, it sounds like they deserved it, honestly. Uh, I like the one where they just, like, open their sewer hatch, like, fuck this. <laughs> right. Fuck they're, Jesus. They're a bunch of preppers, and, uh, you know, they saw the end coming uh, for their people, and they decided to go into their bunker. Yep. Yeah, yeah I don't want to <laughs> live in a terrestrial world where you can't throw rocks at the French. <laughs> Is that their whole origin story? They just threw rocks at the French. And now we get to today's actual topic. No, no, I I like these guys. Well, we're talking about the one that got a name. Oh, okay. Alenzero. He uh, was the only one that remained behind to embrace Christianity. Okay, so he's Saint Alenzero. Did he cast the first stone? Um, no. (laughs) Oh. Alenzero, sometimes... Olentzaro or Olentzaro, Olent or Lant. Uh, the earliest records give the name as Onentzaro, and the name is most likely comprised of two elements on good plus a gen- uh, genitive plural ending and the suffix zaro, which in Basque denotes a season. So it translates to time of the good ones. All right. Other stories about Olenzaro have him not being a giant, so they all suck. Uh, some versions of the Olenzeroren Condaira, or History of Olenzaro, tell that as a newborn, he was abandoned in the woods and was found by a fairy who gave him the name Shiegra. <laughs> <laughs> he became a female tiger? <laughs> uh, Olenzaro. Uh, bestowed gifts of strength and kindness on him, and handed him, handed him to an old childless couple f- living in, alone in the woods. Well, I found this baby. Uh, it's yours now. I don't trust anyone living alone in the woods that wants a child, because they're in they're alone in the woods for a reason. Yeah, they want I mean, to raise tough wolf children. Maybe <laughs> they. You got to understand, Gary. Maybe they moved out there because they were they were tired of living in town and being ashamed for being without children. You I know? guess. But then, you know... I mean, this is like, what year are we talking Steal a child. Well, I mean, but see, then I trust them even less. I'm trying to defend... I'm trying to soften the image of these people that you're just profaning right now for no reason. Live in the woods for a reason. I wouldn't give them a child. It, well, yeah, but you're also not like a, a mischievous, you know, demonic fairy game. You don't fucking know that. It, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you ain't no fairy. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure that I don't know Garrett's origin story. He turned, I I did. he turned into a strong man and charcoal burner, who was also good with his hands, carving wooden toys that he would carry in a, ba- a big charcoal bag to give to children. Hold on a minute. Are you telling me 
This guy's the original red ape. He is the great red ape claws, yes. That, that Linzaro the giant was raised by Santa. No, he was raised to become a Santa. Wow. Okay. Those toys are all covered in fucking like soot and charcoal <laughs> dust. Like that's my favorite kind of toy. It doesn't matter how well carved they are; they just, just get disintegrates dirty. as you're playing with it. It just like turns into soot powder everywhere. Yeah. It's so that when you become a coal miner, you'll be nostalgic for your days of childhood. Like, yeah, I wish I could go back in the mines and just huff all this soot. It is said that he died one day, saving children from a burning house, and that when he died, the fairy who had found him granted him eternal life to continue bringing joy to children and people. I like this guy. This is a nice story. There are also regional versions of Lanzaro in Areso. Children would be told to come home early. An adult would dress up as a Lanzaro and scare the children. <laughs> scare the children still out on the streets with a sickle. All right, I like this guy. <laughs> I'ma fucking get you. I'll get you, you French. I mean, I love I because you know I'm still picturing just these these giant hairy people defeating the French. So it, like I, you know my my vision of the Santa Claus is just like a man in you know just full plate armor. Uh, this he's full crusader. When he's style. not just a big hairy giant, he is in like blue. He's just like a guy. He doesn't even have like a beard. He's just a normal human in like a tunic and like you know pantaloons or whatever they wore then. He, I'm trying to think. Jodhpurs, but no boots. He's like a friendly looking lurch. Okay, see, I I was kind of thinking like medieval bowl cut as well. Uh, he's got he's got a hat on, so I couldn't tell okay. you what his hair is like a cat. And a hat. Uh, I think we cover the hat later. Okay, I'm I'm okay. thinking Alan. I'm thinking chef's hat. <laughs> yep, same in, same page. You and I in Lecunberry, the effigy was attached to the chimney. So yeah, all right. In Berastegi, if the children did not want to go to bed, a sickle would be thrown down the chimney, and the children told that a Lenzaro would come to cut their throats if they did not go to bed. Wow. Yeah. Can I be that guy? Can I be the guy who stands on the roof and just Chucks. hurls sickles down the roof? Just a whole bunch of small hand sickles. And they're like, it's him. You didn't want to go to bed. You're going to die now. I'm sorry, child of mine. Dracula called, and he's coming tonight. <laughs> I think this is why they got forced to live in the woods. <laughs> they released them. Right? Like, maybe the maybe the old people, know, like, if the, if the regular caliber of your townsfolk are, like, threatening your children with literal, brutal death if they don't go to bed, I think these wood, these kindly wood folk are fine. I think No, that, no, they're the ones that started. They were throwing... They, 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 in their the younger place. days, they were talking about raising a child to do just this. They're like, wouldn't and it be funny? So anytime the wife got pregnant... The fucking town constable's like, yoink! <laughs> into the orphanage, because you're not raising it. So then they moved into the woods once she became barren, and this fairy is like... From all of the attempts at reproduction. Just, they <laughs> wore it out. I mean, she just got old. It happens. I guess that's true. In Dima, a straw puppet dressed as a Lanzaro with a sickle would be hung from the church tower after the midnight mass on Christmas Eve. And if children had been behaving badly... People would say, Olenzaro with the red eyes has come to the chimney. If we break the fast, he will cut our throats. Referring to the traditional fast in the week before Christmas. 
Wow, these so like the Basques are just like really metal with their uh, <laughs> Christmas festival here. They turn this kind giant and kind wood man into a fucking <laughs> throat slitting murder machine. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, children. That straw puppet up there can't hurt you, except when you eat before Christmas. <laughs> In Laron, he was called Anonzaro and the Leaper. <laughs> And said to have three eyes and usually depicted as a drunkard dressed like a scarecrow. <laughs> Triclops. <laughs> a three-eyed drunkman dressed as a scarecrow. Yep. Okay, so it, but here's my question, right? Is, like, how much... How many of these stories maintain the origin of him being a giant? None. Like, these are just, like... You're just like, no, this Olintzaro's a giant man? No, you're wrong. He's just a drunk man dressed as a scarecrow. All the information I could find was like, yeah, he started out as this giant, and then, like, other stories just turned him into a guy. Well, didn't we find out giants are just over four feet tall? Well, I mean, that's right, because what was the the average height of a giant was, like, 5'8". He's just a Greek man (laughs) who came over to... Because he's hairy, of course, and throws rocks at the friend. (laughs) A hero to to bask. To to bask in man alike. So now we have our modern traditions for him. Okay. Because those were old. Now we get a fresh new paint of coat on this giant man. How about a fresh new coat of soot? Is that retained? I think so. All right. Alenzaro traditions begin to revive around 1952. Some of the more gruesome elements were removed to make Olenzaro more suitable for young children and to remove elements that were deemed too pagan. During the 1970s, he began to take on further new attributes, such as the bringer of gifts. (laughs) In attempts to find an alternative to the Spanish tradition of the Magi and the French Pierre Noel, Father Christmas. Today, Lanzaro is celebrated all over the Basque Country and coexists with the Magi, Pierre Noel, and Father Christmas, because there's two Father Christmases. Indeed. Some families choosing to celebrate one or more at the same time. Wow. That's how you this do it. This is my so favorite episode of Moria. If you have, like, five Santas, you get five times the gifts. It makes sense. And then you double it up. You got Because if you celebrate Hanukkah, that's a multiplier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You multiply. You, you <laughs> add the rest of it. You multiply with Hanukkah times eight. Yeah. So there you go, you know. <laughs> but what happens when the gifts are all sickles? <laughs> then you best go to bed. <laughs> oh no, I didn't go to sleep. <laughs> you get your ass to fucking sleep. Well, that's how you know you're destined to become the next Olenzaro, is you just get a bunch of sickles. You have almost too many sickles for throats. And then you you develop the instinct to start chucking them down chimneys. <laughs> uh, like, is this uh, in Wizard People when all the, all the letters show up by the owls? Oh. Yeah. Uh, wizard people. In the modern version, Elenzaro is depicted as a lovable character, widely attributed to being overweight, having a huge appetite, and thirst. He is depicted as a Basque peasant wearing a Basque beret, a farmer's attire with traditional shoes, and a smoking pipe. <laughs> Whether he has a beard or not is not yet established tradition. <laughs> Sometimes his face is stained with charcoal as a sign of his trade as a charcoal burner. On Christmas Eve, groups of people or children carry effigies. I like how they established people or children, because children are not people. I've said this many a time. Carry effigies of Alenzaro around on a chair through the streets singing Alenzaro carols, because there are songs. 
I'm guessing that you have a song for us. I have one. Okay. Because I could not find a good version of the other one. <laughs> okay. It was either high-pitched, like, person doing a voice for a children's album. Oh, no. Or, oh, no. like, a shaky cell phone cam in a bar <laughs> from 2007. Okay. I see. Yeah. So, I found one that was a shaky cell phone cam from, like, 2014. Okay. So, slightly better. At a festival, not in a bar, so. I like our, our collection of alternative carols that we're forming here with. <laughs> now, Olenzaro. Uh Oh, uh, singing Olenzaro carols and collecting food or sweets. Parentheses. Not unlike American trick-or-treat. That's what I was going to say. Interesting. At the end, it is customary in some places to burn the Olenzaro. <laughs> Not unlike the British guy Fox. Variation is still common both regionally and culturally, depending on whether the pagan or Christian aspects of Lanzaro are being emphasized. Near the sea, he is usually takes on more marine attributes. Inland, he remains thoroughly rural in nature. Wow. Yeah. So he just, like, becomes Poseidon. He's like, oh, he's a fisherman, not a farm man. I see. He doesn't make coal. Instead, he <laughs> carves gifts sea from coal. compressed seashells. He does ins- it's scrimshaw instead it- of <laughs> yeah. every child's favorite gift. <laughs> yeah, scrimshaw. <laughs> this elaborately carved whale tooth, Chani. Fuck yeah. I would be so happy. I mean, yeah, too. I mean actually, like, yeah. Even eat, like, as a child, legitimately, yes. So, that's all the information I have on him. Okay. But I, ha- I have this song. Olenzaro Bruhandia, which translates to Olenzaro Bighead. It's <laughs> a Peter Gabriel song. Alright, let's listen. <laughs> Okay, that sounded like a like a what's that carol? I don't know. I can't remember. It sounded, Take it sounded me like out to the ball carol. game. <laughs> uh, I have a translation of it. Okay. Buy me some sickles and suit-filled shoes. <laughs> I don't care if this will never make me snooze, cause I I don't know. <laughs> um, do the rest, internet. Alenzaro big head, robed in understanding, is said to have drunk last night. A wineskin of ten arobas. Uh, an arobas is an old measurement equivalent to just over 11 kilograms. Wow. That's heavier than a small child. That is a... That is 110... 11 keeps to you. No, that's 110 kilograms because you drink 10 of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, big-bellied pig, tra-la-la-la-la, tra-la-la-la-la. Oh, big-bellied pig, tra-la-la-la-la, tra-la-la-la-la. <laughs> The other one was way, way longer, and I couldn't really find a good version of it. But the lyrics on it is, Olenzaro has gone to the mountains to work with the intention of making charcoal. When he heard that Jesus had been born, he came running to bring news. <laughs> and then she's like, here's, it's just a more describing him. <laughs> okay, Olenzaro, our Lanzaro, okay. we can't sate him. He has eaten whole ten piglets. <laughs> Ribs and no. por- ribs and pork loins, so many intestines. Because Jesus is born, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so excited he could eat a bunch of piglets, whole. Yep, 
And that is literally everything I could find. It is remarkable to me how many horror elements have just permeated this beat. Seemingly from nowhere. <laughs> Precisely. Just like, out Seeming. of nowhere. Because he's the only giant that stayed to embrace Christ, and then somehow turned into a sickle-wielding madman. He's like, yeah, you know, I heard this, yeah. there was this these guys that we really liked, they were super cool, they made all these, like, weird, you know stone structures and they defeated the french for us thank god the roland was a uh, commander under uh what's his name uh christopher lee's ancestor charlemagne oh, un- yeah, okay so they helped us repel the holy roman empire good yeah Th- thank you uh and then somebody in the bar is like no 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 no, no you're wrong hey, this guy over here he says he was a drunk guy dressed as scarecrow he's also wrong He's just a horror man. He actually murders children. They're just like, uh, okay. uh Only children that don't go to sleep when they're told. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So all children. <laughs> Basically. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, anyway, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. See you at church tomorrow. I had a really hard time picking a Christmas monster for this episode. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, truly, this, this one is literally a Christmas monster. Because... I'm trying to avoid Krampus and the Yule Lads as long as possible. Yeah. Those are the go-to things that every show similar to ours does first. They're easy. So I think going three years without doing them is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a big deal when we finally do. Yep. It'll we'll be the marathon episode. Some fucking metal music for Krampus. and <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, it's gonna be great. But now, Hecky has a friend in... Alanzato. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. Let's go slit some throats. Nah, nah. Let's just make it snow so the no, snowmobile race uh, can't happen. Let's just let's just hang out and make it snow. That's, let's go uh, that's chill what I in the sauna. Oh, what yeah. is this sauna you speak of? Uh, oh, well, there's a great reggae relax. song. You got to hear it. <laughs> it's totally It'll about me. everything. Yeah. <laughs> ah, thank you. Now that I am relaxed, I no longer desire to slit the throats of uh, uh, misbehaving children. They're not even misbehaving. They're just not going to bed. It's misbehaving. I'm sorry. So, can he beat a hippo? Uh, yes. I mean, which one? I think right? all forms of him can. Even just you guy think a with drunken man this... dressed as a has a scarecrow. Because <laughs> that, sa- that sounds eyes. like hippo food to me. He has three eyes, making him magical. <laughs> then, no, having three eyes does not inherently make you magical. Yeah, yeah. He can he he <laughs> can see where the hippo's coming from and how to sickle it up. Yep. <laughs> It's all the better to sickle you with, you know? I mean, okay, like, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I do a, actually think... What's a think, hippo's mouth other than a chimney? Well, I do think that a human... <laughs> I mean, it is it is objectively a fact. A human with tools is better than a hippo. That, that <laughs> I is don't true. think so. Barring, yeah, I know. barring the element of surprise. Uh, a human with gun is maybe on par with a hippo. <laughs> Yeah, because me think, with a screwdriver is not going to do much except for get that thing drunk. Well, I mean, this is the thing, right? Because I think a human with, like, a human armed with tools and knowledge, like one human, could eat, could extinct hippos. I am not advising knowledge. anyone to try this out. I'm I'm not either. Uh, yes, I mean, you are. I don't want. I'm not. No, no, no. I don't want. I don't. I believe me. I do not want to stir up the ire of our hippo overlords. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm just saying that I do think I, I'm inclined to agree generally that if he's armed with nigh infinite sickles, <laughs> yes, because human with tools is is arguably better than hippo. Cool. So yes, he wins. I'm just saying he's not magical. 
I'm saying not for yes, that. Yes, he is. Nigh infinite sickles. Well, okay, okay. Nigh as in not. He just has a lot. Still has to carry that. Presumably enough for a small Basque town. So well, however big h- that how is. How much is... N- give Give us a number. I don't know. He sickles. saved all those children from death, and then he got rebirthed to throw sickles and hip them out forever. Oh, how but is only that sometimes. Magical? I'm, no, I'm no, saying it's all the time. You know, I'll make I'll make this easy. I'll make this super easy. All versions of him, except for the one that's just a drunk man dressed as a scarecrow. <laughs> all right. All versions of him. It says he has three. What if the extra eye is just like an eye from somebody he gouged out in a bar fight? It increases no, no, his crit it's chance. on his cheek. <laughs> it's on his cheek. Yeah, Which so you can see from the side. Right? Uh, left cleftal one. horizon. It, exactly. It's right in the middle, just sitting right above the crack. It's just above his butt cheeks. It's a tramp stamp. It makes sense, honestly. Anywho. No one can sneak up on him. He was a big fan of Tony Hawk. He got the uh, Neversoft logo <laughs> tattooed on his lower back. <laughs> See, there we go. That's an eye and a sickle. He, he permeates through all pop culture. Plugmendations? Uh, wait, hold on. That, is there, I mean, I guess technically speaking, this guy is like all pop culture. Uh oh! Uh, I guess we should thank Jan Brennan for a theme song, Cryptid Love. Plug recommendations? Oh, I don't want to plug that thing, but I might plug it. Maybe I'll plug that one specifically. I'm gonna plug. I'm, I'm gonna do the same plug every Christmas. Okay. Um, starting from now, if I didn't plug it last year, the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. is the she best Christmas special ever. <laughs> if you want to see a kind wood deity. Grab his axe to go fight some demons. <laughs> it is pretty amazing. If you want Santa Claus to have been raised by a fairy and a mountain lion. Ah, uh, yes. Shiega, Queen of the Woods. It's great. It is definitely worth watching. Don't watch the, like, 2000s animated one. You want the older claymation, like, stop motion one. Oh, that is what I'll plug. I forgot so- about that. And I'll I'll post the uh, link to the entire movie <laughs> in our Discord server. Yes. Uh, okay, my plug is going to be a uh, documentary by uh, the speedrunner Saint Million uh, about the making of the uh, Shadows of the Empire. Uh, all of it. The game, the... Uh, I was going to say the movie. Uh, the game, the comic book, and the actual book. Um, it's super interesting and worth checking out. And, uh, it, like, I knew all of those things existed, but I had no idea how sort of different they are and kind of how interesting the approach to making Shadows of the Empire was. So it's worth checking out. Um, it's just called The Making of Shadows of the Empire. Check that out. Yeah, it's super interesting. I'll, I'll also try to remember. Well, I'll send you a link for sure. So it'll end up in the Discord as well. Well, I'll have to look for it to put it into Discord anyways. I, I'll, I'll send you a link okay. to it. Alan? I think I did this around Christmas time too, but if not, too bad. I am now also. Uh, wizard people. Brad Neely's wizard people. <laughs> yes. The reason for the season is MST3K and Harry Potter with horrible, horrible ketchupy flesh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. There's just so many. It's just all that voice all throughout. There's a, you know, Dumbledore, the Neely, nearly dead. Uh, Hardcastle McCormick. All, all the characters are there. Man. I forget the name of Harry Potter sometimes, and I call it Wizard People. That's the truth. That's you know, a it, more accurate name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's it. I think so as well. Um, I'm uh, on Spotify. 
uh, I have a playlist of every of I have a playlist of all of podcast Secret Santa in order. Oh, there's like a chronology to it. Well, like it was twelve <laughs> days of Christmas. So. Yeah, there's oh, lore. Okay. okay. Uh, so I'll put that in the sh- the links after- on the episode. And if you want to send us an email, it's featured creature. Yeah, featured creature pod at gmail dot com. It's been like I didn't have to read it last week, so yeah. Um, so send us an email, futurecreaturepod at gmail dot com. Whatever you want, uh, hit us up on Twitter at feecre f e a c r e. And remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. <laughs>